We've got a great episode for you today. We are talking about using a health savings account for medical and retirement planning. Uh, and health savings account or an HSA uh, can be a very valuable tool uh, for, for medical expenses as well as uh, long-term planning down the road for retirement. We're going to walk you through uh, really 10 advantages that we see as to how an HSA works, the benefits that come with them, how that you can use them in a few different ways. Uh, and we, we believe they're a, a very nice tool that you can put into your retirement uh, uh, repertoire. So um, it's a, a good episode, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. As we say each week, don't forget there's 10 things that we're going to go through in this particular episode. Don't forget that if you want to read about it, look at it, and, and understand it, just go to our website, pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page. There's a very, a very nice blog article written on the topic, so make sure you check that out. Also, uh, if you're listening to us, wherever you're listening to us, if you'd like to ha hear a particular topic, please reach out to us. You can reach out to us through our website, as well as uh, give us a good rating and maybe a, write us a review if you think that uh, you would like to share anything. We certainly do love it whenever people do that. But before we get into this episode, we have a very quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk, as always. Please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high-achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Today, we're going to talk about health savings accounts. Some of you might know it as HSAs. Uh, there may be some things about an HSA that we don't understand or maybe how we can apply it to retirement planning because that's really what we're focused on is how do we use it in retirement. And so we thought it would be good today to walk through really kind of we're breaking it into 10 things that you need to know about an HSA, why you need to know it, what are some of the benefits, how do you convert it over into a retirement vehicle, when can you do that? All those kind of questions we're going to talk through today, because if you have the ability or you had the ability to contribute to an HSA, it can be a very useful tool. So we're going to just work through these 10 items and we're going to get to go back and forth. So we're going to jump right into the first point, which are tax advantages. Yeah. So the tax advantages on the HSA are, are pretty good. Um, uh, basically, the way an HSA works is that you contribute to it. Uh, either through your employer uh, plan that they they may have set up through for you through their medical uh, association, or uh, you can do an HSA individually as well. But basically, when you, as you contribute to it, you get a um, tax deduction, and so what that tax deduction does is it lowers your income for the year, so it can help out your overall tax situation. Um, uh, contributions to an HSA, uh, it's not unlimited, so you do have to be aware of what the amounts are uh, for 2023. If you are 
uh, covering a solo plan, so really just a medical plan for yourself that is HSA el- eligible. That is an important piece too. That it has to be your your plan has to be eligible for an HSA. Um, not all plans are eligible for them, so you want to be aware. Today, I think all, all the healthcare providers are pretty clear about this plan is, this plan is not. It really comes down to the deductibles and and out of pocket maxes and things like that. But they're very clear on this this type of plan can have one, this type of plan cannot. So just be sure to check on that. But if you are eligible for an HSA, you can contribute as a solo plan. You can contribute up to thirty eight fifty, um, three thousand eight hundred fifty uh, a year. Uh, this is for twenty twenty three. Uh, and that also, if you do that, it's going to take thirty-eight fifty off of your income for the year. So that's kind of nice. If you're covering a family, then that number goes up to seven thousand seven hundred fifty a year can go into this plan. Um, so again, seven seventy-seven fifty can come off of your tax return for the year, uh, which is a nice tax benefit. And then on top of that, if you're above the age of fifty-five and up, it, there's a catch-up contribution that is allowable, which is an additional thousand dollars that you can contribute to the HSA plan. So uh, it has a, uh, that is just one piece of the tax advantages that you can get a tax deduction. We're going to talk about the other tax advantages as well. And the main reason as to why anyone would use an HSA, we'll get into that as well. But contributions are tax deductible uh, and also they can be done at your tax filing. So sometimes deadlines are at the end of the year. With the HSA, the contribution deadline is really at your tax filing time. So for most of you, that's going to be in April of the following year. All right, so now point number two is that you have triple tax savings. I'm going to say it again, triple tax savings. So what does that mean? Well, first of all, when you put the money in, just like Merce said, when I put my money in, it is uh, the contributions are tax deductible. So if I put in 3800 or $7,000, I deduct that from my income. I don't have to pay income taxes on that. So that's one of the tax savings. The second one is, is that the money grows in the account tax deferred or even possibly tax free. So really, we're not paying taxes on the growth. Okay, so if I put seven thousand in and it stays in there and it grows to fourteen thousand, I didn't pay taxes on that seven thousand dollars of growth. So that's the second one. I get tax uh, free growth in all essence or I don't have to pay taxes on that growth. And here's the third category. I can pay now for medical expenses, and I don't have to pay taxes on that on that money. So just let's just make it simple. I have money over in my health savings account. I need to go pay uh, a copay, or I need to go pay something in, in the in the drugstore uh, or or pharmacy, or um, you know I've got to buy something for a medical reason. I don't pay any taxes on that. So I basically was able to get a tax deduction on what I did. I'm able to pull the money out now, pay for those expenses, and I never had to pay taxes on any of that. So it's just a really great benefit if I'm using this for medical things. Uh, and so, I, and I can just let that money sit there and accumulate, which we're going to talk a little bit more about as we move forward. So we'll hit now our third topic. All right. Number three is it can lower our health care costs. Well, what does that mean? Well, an HSA plan is typically reserved for those what would be considered more of the high deductible type of health insurance plans. Um, and and the high deductible plans typically are going to be a little le- co- less costly when it comes to the premiums that you're paying out of your paycheck or if you're funding it privately. Uh, those monthly bills are going to be a little bit lower because there aren't as many benefits built into the actual plan itself. 
which is why they allow for the HSA. And the HSA comes with the advantages of, of lowering your overall taxes for the year and everything like that. So um, if you are someone uh, who doesn't go to the doctor all that often or is uh, relatively healthy, you know, uh, an HSA could make a lot or a high deductible plan with an HSA could make a lot of sense because you lower your premiums, the cost of actual medical insurance, you're lowering that. And maybe you go to the doctor once or twice a year, you know, just for your regular checkups. So you're not paying elevated premiums for an insurance that you're not really utilizing. Um, they're not for everyone. So you want to evaluate what type of health insurance you truly need. And it does an HSA even fit into the plan. But if you're using them, typically you're going to if you're going to use an HSA eligible plan, typically your cost of insurance is going to go down a little bit. Uh, and, and so that's where it can help out from a cash flow perspective uh, for a lot of people. All right. Our next one, number four, is portable and long term uh, long term savings. So here's the thing. The HSA is an account, health savings account. But if you got it set up through your employer and you leave that employer, you can move it to wherever you're going. It's not necessarily connected. You as the individual own the HSA. So let's say I put 7000 in. I don't use my 7000 And the next year I put 7000 I don't use my 7000 The next year I use, put 7000 I don't use my 7000 I got $21,000 in the account plus growth. And I am now going to move insurance companies, move employers, whatever it might be. That is my account. It is not... Uh, in all essence, legally connected to the health, um, to the insurance company, nor to your employer. So I can continue if I if I am doing an HSA, I can contribute those dollars every single year, let it grow, and it's really a long term savings. So if I start when I'm 30, 40, 50, whatever, I can just continue to contribute, continue to have that money sit in there, and if I don't need it, then it just continues to grow. So it just gives us a great avenue for tax deductibility because, remember, all those contributions are going in there. You do not have to use the funds, by the way. I have an HSA that I put money in every single year, and I have not chosen to use any of that money yet for health care. I, I just let it as long as I can take care of it. If I needed it, I can use it for that. But I still I'm putting it in there, getting the deductibility on those contributions and letting it accumulate. And then maybe one day I can uh, either need it if I use it if I need it or I can use it in the future uh, when I get older. Yep. So that's going to lead into number five, uh, which is you have investment opportunities with HSAs. Not all HSAs allow for investing within them. So for example, I have one at the bank, at the credit union that I bank at, and it's really just a kind of like a savings account. It's going to earn an interest rate about maybe about 2% or something like that. Um, but it has no investment features to it. On the flip side, my wife has one through her company, uh, her, her benefits through her company, and and hers allows for the ability to go and invest the the, the assets in the HSA. So there's a you know dollars accumulate in the plan, and eventually you can say, well, I'm going to start investing it into an index, different types of index funds, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, whatever you have, with the idea of, hey, if we can get money into this account by putting the money in there, we get a tax break immediately. And then also, if we can grow it over time uh, and then potentially have tax-free distributions in the future, well, then why not try to grow it? And so that is, I think it's going to tie into one of the other topics that we have, which is a lot of people view an HSA as another element of their retirement savings plan. But the ability to grow a bucket of money for, for future tax-free use for medical expenses, I think, is huge. And that's a huge advantage of the, of the HSA. 
I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. All right, point number six, flexibility and control. So the HSA is yours. It's not a requirement that you have to use it for certain types of, of um, medical expenses. I can choose not to spend it, as I said earlier. But you can control when and how you want to spend the money uh, on different qualified medical expenses. So what could that be? This list that I'm about to say is not exhaustive. It's just some ideas. Uh, deductibles. So you go to the hospital. You've got a $1,000 deductible. You can pay that $1,000 or a $5,000 deductible. I can take money out to pay that deductible. And I remember, I don't pay any taxes on that. I can use it for that. Copays. I go to the doctor and I got a $50 copay. And I can just, and by the way, with an HSA, most HSAs anyway, my HSA, I've, I get a debit card. And that debit card looks just like a Visa debit card. So if I go to the doctor and I have to pay a copay, I can just give them that card and pay for that. Um, prescriptions. I go to get my prescription. All of it's not covered. I, I can now pay for that prescription with that. And then also some over-the-counter items I can also buy. Um, there's a, there's, there are a nice list out there to tell you, but really anything related to helping me stay healthy, I can use it, uh, on that area. Another thing to think about is let's say that I've accumulated this money and now I were to go into a long-term care situation and, and a lot of long-term care policies and different things you have in a, what's called an elimination period where now I'm having to pay for my expenses at, in the, uh, uh, facility that I'm at. Again, that's, that's in all essence, a copay. So I'm able to use use that money for that. So there's a wide range of what I can use it for when it comes to medical expenses. All right, number seven, pre-tax contributions through payroll deductions. So what this is, I, I imagine many of you, uh, if you're retired while you were working, you were working for a company and you were contributing to a 401k. The nice part about saving into a 401k, 403b, different types of employer-sponsored plans is that once you make the decision of, hey, I want to contribute, it kind of happens automatically, right? You, um, you, you, you get paid, and then money comes directly out of the paycheck. You get the tax advantage, and it goes directly into the 401k. Uh, a lot of employers today are setting up their HSAs the same way so that you can almost set it and forget it to a degree, which is a, a huge thing when it comes to saving. And so you can do payroll deductions directly out of your paycheck into the HSA as well. You get the the tax deduction, and the money goes into uh, the HSA account, and and so you know it's one of those things I think that helps a lot for families when it comes to just setting up budgets. And once if you have all the autom automations of dollars going out of your paycheck before it gets into your bank account, it makes things a lot simpler when it comes to saving. It makes things a lot uh, smoother because you don't really see the money; it just it, it gets taken out before it gets into your bank account. So I think that's a, a nice little added advantage with uh, payroll deductions. All right, point number eight, there is no use it or lose it rule. And where you might think about this is what 
are called flexible spending accounts, FSAs. And as some of the employers offer these uh, ex, uh, flexible spending accounts where you could put money into it and then use it for medical expenses. The thing about that is many of those had a provision that if I did not use the money that year, I lost it. It went away. I, mean, I had to restart each year. An HSA, health savings account, does not work that way. I've talked about it a little bit earlier. I can contribute and I don't have to spend it. I can just accumulate money in that account. So you could think about it as almost, and, uh, and Merce is about to talk about this, is almost as another IRA in a way if you want to do it that way. So I'm just going to let Merce segue right into that. Yeah. Number nine is retirement savings vehicle. I think this is uh, a huge opportunity, a huge strategy that can be used for retirement planning. Uh, and, and so I'll tell you how we do it in my family. Uh, we contribute to the HSA up to the max uh, at, for the family. So to the, this year for 2023, that's 7750 $7,750 that's going to go into the HSA. Um, and, and with my wife's um, employer, they actually provide an amount that they do kind of like an employer matches, an amount that goes in that they fund uh, as part of their benefits package. So money is going into the account. And our goal, it, and it doesn't have to be a fixed goal, but our goal is, is that we don't touch the HSA for as long as possible. Now, there may be emergencies that come up down the road. There may be things that we just can't avoid tapping into it. But the idea here is that if we can um, uh, contribute to the HSA for the next 20 or 30 years, just like you do with a 401k or an IRA, if we can contribute to that bucket of money for a period of time and have the ability to invest it over time, then that could turn into a sizable account that can be used for a lot of different reasons. Uh, and and so right now for medical expenses, we're happy to pay out of pocket because the goal is to let this, this HSA bucket grow over time. Now, at some point, as we get to where we are approaching retirement into retirement, we're going to start using this account. Uh, it's ideally going to work best. Go back to the the uh, the triple tax advantage, right? So you get the deduction when you put the money in, and then you let the account grow. And then if you use it properly, you can have tax-free withdrawals for medical expenses. So that's where this account is going to be reserved for that, you know, maybe it started at 7000 but by the time 20, 30 years down the road, it's grown to a couple hundred thousand dollars that can be used for tax-free withdrawals in uh, for medical expenses that are covered. Now, let's say we just, we don't have as many medical expenses or whatever it is. This is something that we're planning on for 30 years down the road, in my case. And a nice rule in the HSA is that once you're above the age of 65, then you are able to use this account for any purpose you would like. So it doesn't have to be just for medical expenses. Now you can use it for anything, kind of like an IRA. The key difference is, is if you, if you use it for medical, then you get tax-free withdrawals. So that's a huge tax advantage. But if you don't use it for medical, then you you are subject to income tax. Um, and so still a nice little advantage. It's kind of like adding another IRA bucket into your overall retirement savings uh, plan. And so uh, another vehicle that you can save into, get a tax deduction over time, and then let it grow and, and use it as an asset in a, a couple of different ways. So I think uh, this is a strategy that I think is being talked about more and more that everyone should be utilizing in HSA if it makes sense for their o overall plan because uh, it's got that triple tax benefit to it. All right, point number 10, control over your health care decisions. Really, because I'm actually paying a lot of these bills uh, out of my health savings account, if I choose to do so, I get to make choices. 
I'm not being told by the insurance company necessarily what I've got to, to, to spend it on. And I've got a high deductible plan, which means I'm going to have the lower cost. I'm able to now take that. I make, I'm, I'm way more in control as to how I spend, what I spend on medical expenses, uh, whether or not I want to, you know, uh, get, get the generic or get the, uh, uh, the actual brand name, whatever it might be, it just gives me that control. So, I mean, I, I will probably tell you that, you know, Merce and I both are fans of an HSA. Uh, we both have them in our families. We both think that they're a very good way to save, and we've got future benefits as well. So uh, if you've not got an HSA and maybe you're thinking you got to look at your health care plan and you see opportunities, well, then you might want to talk to uh, your provider or your financial advisor, whoever, to say, hey, how do we do this? If you've got one, uh, then you might want to talk again to your financial advisor and say, how do we utilize this for either medical expenses or for retirement planning? Well, we hope this has been helpful just to kind of walk you through these 10 uh, bullet points around the health savings accounts. Uh, if you have any questions and you'd like to have a conversation, you can go to our website, top right-hand corner, click on schedule call. Our calendar comes right up and you can schedule a 15-minute phone call. Uh, absolutely no obligation there. Uh, if you're not a client, if you are a client, then obviously uh, we'd love to be able to talk to you. But uh, thank you very much. We hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.